Auburn's not that small. When you really look at it on the map, it's pretty decent. It's about 30,000 people. Yeah, somehow. Bad. I think they all live. I, I think they also count the prisoners. It's Again, just like. Wait, 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 wait where's the. You got the, Home Depot in the Ollie's? Yeah, Home yeah, Depot, Lowe's. There's a cold. I see that little stretch out on Route 20. That's like the Henrietta of yeah, Oh, so the one thing they do have that is, I don't want to say a big deal, but um, the Bass Pro Shops. Uh huh. Yeah, no, I'm looking at it. Yeah. I lived there for five years. I just realized it's a Petco, not a PetSmart. Yeah. Stanton has his Automatics Inc. Um, the Bass Pro Shop out there is like a palace so you could see it clearly on the map yeah that's the reason why the city exists because of bass pro shops yeah like i i legitimately think that if bass pro shops ever left they would um be like an old rust belt town yeah post bass pro shops <laughs> yeah i'm just looking at the map now of fucking uh, there's the Hollywood restaurant right na- next to. Uh... Look at that! You guys got a river. Nice. That goes into the lake. What a nice little metropolis. Apparently, the best restaurant in town is Balloons Restaurant and Catering. <laughs> um, other than the weird name, if you do a street view of Balloons Restaurant and Catering and do a 180 you'll see a 20-foot concrete wall because that's the uh, maximum security prison is literally right next door. Well, you know what I'm doing now. Oh, nice. Yeah. Guard towers, right? there. It looks like Attica, kind of. Yep, it's it, it's super max. Wow, hardcore, hardcore, wow. Oh, they got the big boy. I like this guy just parked on You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> Park right, but they just have a door that fucking goes out there nice welcome to the valiant 33 podcast uh mike is in his car because he has to be for legal reasons <laughs> and i'm in my house feet away at all times yeah i'm in my house because i also have to be here for legal reasons that we will not discuss to protect the innocent <laughs> we've had some games so we still got the new team we still got fcu and um now we have Salt City Union, which is another team that is also the same, but well, different. S- sort of. Um, my, underst- my understanding is that it's the only reason it exists was to get um, that owner over and have his money involved over here. It was like part of the deal, which is the Salt City thing exists. Which is fair. But so, I guess it's a little yeah. weird. It's also like a, this upcoming Saturday is a home game, but it's away. Um, so you know, it's a little annoying as far as like season ticket holders go. Yeah. So um, on the podcast previously, we've talked about where I lived, which was the middle of nowhere. But in this case, I don't live there anymore. But if I did. It would have, I would have been about a mile away from the stadium. And want to do a quick shout out for our first and only real official sponsor, Shep's Brewing. So when you go there this weekend for the 6 p.m. kickoff, that's when we're going to say it's starting at least. Mm-hmm. Um, 
go to 132 Genesee Street in Auburn. It's on the main drag and get some beer right before the game. They've got really good stuff at all levels. Uh, Mike, you even like some of their stuff. Yeah, I don't know what any of it's called because you were just, you, for whatever reason, they let you in early and you were just pouring beers. I just drank whatever you gave me. I don't know what it was. That's, yeah, that's pretty much it. So uh, it, it's helpful to become friends with a brewer because you can do things like that and watch games at 10 in the morning. But they, uh, it's a 1.7 miles away from the stadium, Casey Park. And you were just talking about how the, uh, the, how the stadium looked. Well, yeah, in, in Auburn, everything's 1.7 miles away. But <laughs> the stadium itself, at least from Google Maps, looks pretty nice. They got nice diagonal lines on the, the baseball field. So if you're a big fan of geometry and good lawn mowing, that's going to be a great stadium for you. Yeah, they uh, they replaced the turf and did like the top grade turf. And then the single A summer league team fell apart that rest like a day later. It's a return to the roots of soccer in Rochester, just in somewhat Syracuse. Well, playing at a baseball stadium? Yeah, playing at a baseball stadium. Yeah. You know, all the all the biggest teams in the world play in baseball stadiums, so <laughs> you know we're in good company. Yeah, so it's uh I don't know, it's it is strange. It's weird how the teams are named different but not and we assume they're going to have... Well, I'm hearing rumors that they're going to have separate jerseys. But, you know, anything this level and involving Rochester, you can't really bank on it being true. <laughs> but I'm hearing that there might be special jerseys for it. And it's not just going to be the normal jerseys uh, painted blue. But it also might be. You don't know. <laughs> I mean, they could do some tie-dye stuff. That could be fun. <laughs> Would you actually just spray fucking Windex on it? Would yeah. you actually be, like, surprised if they – I wouldn't be surprised if they just showed up in their regular jerseys and just said, you know, oh, we're no, we're Salt City. Yeah, I, I would not be surprised at all if that's what they did. The um, I could see them maybe different shorts because there is a Dick Sporting Goods on the way, so – Get eleven <laughs> shorts and make them switch shorts when they uh, sub biking on, shorts. Sub on the, yeah. yeah, spandex sub, biking shorts. Sub on the field that would be fun. Um, but yeah, we I mean we saw with R and Y last year how difficult it was to get any jersey, and um, that had the might of Barty for what that's worth. And I don't want to downplay anything. That, I don't I don't want to downplay anything that FCU does. But yeah, at this level. The, the one consistent we've heard with everyone talking about all our plans for jerseys was you have no idea how difficult it is to get a jersey on the field. Whatever happened to good old uh, fashioned American seamstresses? Why does everything have to come from uh, Pakistan or China? Why, we we have um, shit. This is gonna sound, I forget the name of the suit company <laughs> that's right in Rochester. It's not Neiman Marcus. It's something like nerdy, some nerdy name like that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, yeah, I never the suit company. Have them stitch some shit up. I think we stopped playing in cotton in the 60s when it became a part of the Geneva Convention. But uh, Hickey Freeman. Yeah, Hickey Freeman. Uh, other sponsor I knew it sounded like a bank. Yeah. <laughs> other sponsor of the podcast, clearly. Um, yeah, it's... 
I don't know. It, it it seems like one of those things that's very difficult. And I will admit that I don't fully understand why. I just know that everyone has said it's it's tough. So if they have new stuff, cool. If they don't... Um... It's not really that fucking hard. I mean, we ordered shit from Olive in York, and that came in with like a couple weeks. Yeah, well... They don't, have, they, they don't have to deal with the Germans that, with that, so. <laughs> what? Isn't Hummel a German company? Oh, yeah, that's true. They're supposed to be efficient, though. I don't think we can go down this path any further <laughs> and stay, uh, <laughs> stay with our sponsors. So, um, well, you never yeah, know. it'll be cool if they do something. I won't really fault them if they don't. Um, I'll fault them for other things, but not that. Do we, do we want to talk about the last couple of games? Yeah. So I guess we can start with score lines. Um, I'm clearly prepared for this aspect. So <laughs> I missed a couple of games because I was out in uh, Japan land. And... Yeah, you were in Japan. Everyone was in Jamaica. And yeah. I was stuck at home. And well, next trip you have to go somewhere that starts with, starts with J. Um, Gibraltar. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We won't get into your uh, Rush Henrietta English lessons there, but um, so yeah, they they lost at home at the home opener, zero uh, three to the Maryland Bobcats. I saw saw all three goals because those actually existed on the internet and. Um, the second one was a good goal. The first was quick shot into the top corner, and then the third was just kind of a uh, comical is the wrong word, but it was just like you could hear a lot of people saying "whoops, whoops, whoops" while the goal was getting scored. <laughs> if you had a Looney Tunes cartoon in the background, it would have matched up perfectly. Yeah, it was, just, well, it was just an unfortunate sequence of events. Well, the second one was, I think, technically an own goal um, off a free kick. And that was definitely, I'm going to have to give him a, a fail dozer on that one. <laughs> it looked like it just grazed off the top of his head. I'm not yeah. sure who, who it came off of, which, you know, we'll get into with uh, having to watch these games from 8,000 fucking miles away. But... From what I could tell, it was one of the center backs, I guess. Yeah, it looked like it just it went off someone's head, and um, that's that kind of sucks. But um, and then that was... 80th minute, um, I don't know if you saw this one, but there was a red card for Matt Bolduck for a push. And there was a, a second yellow. Yeah, it was right along the, um, the touch line. And it wasn't like one of those um, sly little tricky pushes. It was a straight up, just let me <laughs> try and yeah. shove you into the fucking Gatorade uh, cooler. Oh, well, I mean, at least it was worth it at that point. Well, I'm sure at a cer- to a certain extent he was probably just frustrated because, you know, they still haven't scored a goal in mm-hmm. replay. Um, so I'm sure a lot of it was just frustration, but... You know, and at that point, they're already three nothing down, so I don't really fault them for it. it yeah, it's it's a discipline issue, but also understandable at the same time. So again, 
not great, but not the end of the world either. Um, yeah, the I will admit I did not watch the Chattanooga game. That uh, spoiler alert: we lost zero to one. Um, I will say that for all the faults the SCU website has, they do show scores the correct way. So congrats on that. Um, and unfortunately, when you go to Match Center, it brings you back to the homepage. So I don't know when that minute when that was scored. Well, I don't think anybody really knows when it was scored because the feed cut out. <laughs> nope. <coughs> well, <coughs> the only people. Who... Oh, hold on. Okay. Why don't we restart? Sorry, at, there's um, a loogie. Yeah, yeah. I, I think everyone can tell. <laughs> so, the only people who knew what happened were at the game because yep. the feed cut out. All, all hundred to four thousand people. We'll yeah, never know. somewhere in that range for sure. And lucky for all of you listeners, I was there and I was in the stadium and I saw the goal. And what happened and what unfolded was probably the, the best series of events I've ever seen. So it started out on the left side. Um, one of the Chattanooga players was taking it down. And then out of nowhere. And then just when you think it's over, somebody. And then I thought, all right, so that's it. But then. And I couldn't believe it. It was one of the best goals I've ever seen. I think that's an accurate representation of what everyone saw. But other than that. <laughs> do, you, do you need a minute? <laughs> no. We didn't have too many chances, though, in that game. Pretty much these past two games where if you've watched every other game, just copy and paste it. And it's mm-hmm. the same analysis. Like I can only say so much about yeah. seeing the same thing over and over. We had maybe, uh, I think, one chance that looked like it had a serious um, potential to go in. Everything else was just kind of not really troubling anybody. Jean-Antoine, mm-hmm. their keeper. Was it keeper or was it kind of just how we were looking? What, the chances? Yeah. Um, it's just the, the shots weren't really on target. That's fair. And I would love to go back and rewatch these and give you some actual in-depth like analysis, but I can't fucking see anything because the robot camera, again, same with last year. We just were subjected to these bullshit fucking streams over and over and over again. Last year, we had to fight the stupid fucking robot camera. This year... Well, so for Flower City last year, they had an actual like camera operator. Yep. This year, they took a step back. It's this fucking robot camera again, and um, it's it. The camera just fucking sucks. It's too far away. It misses half the shit. And then in the case of like Loudon, where it's just split screen, but like inverted, or it goes down, you can't fucking see anything. Like I'm just yeah. I'm fed up with these fucking cameras. Like. I get that it's probably a lot cheaper to to do this than hire somebody to swivel a camera around. I don't know why, it, but it, it, it sucks. Like, uh, 
it's, it is it isn't though because they they have a camera completely capable of doing what they want so we know that their media that their marketing person has a sony a7 III, the 7200 lens which would be fine for what they're doing it can do 4k which we don't need so 1080p that's fine and it can be operated by a person off of a 150 dollars tripod that they've already hired so these cameras during the off season for whatever reason i started getting targeted advertising for soccer stuff for training and <laughs> got an advertisement for one of these and they're the point of these cameras is not for broadcast. The point of these cameras is specifically for training. So it's meant to be a camera for the coach to put up, follow what's happening, and then be able to rewatch and tell the kids where they fucked up. So it's not meant for what we're doing whatsoever. And I think... I understand cost savings, but the reality, my, my concern is the reality of any professional sport is that if you, if you're pro, if you really want to make it, you're going to always have more people watching the game remotely than you will have there have watching it live. And if you're so concerned about the product and then that product is terrible because no one can tell anything, the players all look the same color as the field and both teams look the same because the color balance is set so poorly. No one's going to watch it. And the, the, the Maryland game had some pretty good um, clips for when things happened to make your kind of own, own highlight reel. But I'm not being, I'm not able to tell which player is which it's, it goes very much on unfortunately skin color. And that's not a really good thing to be like, Oh, that player <laughs> So, the uh... it looks like ants. It's the fucking Zoolander thing. What is this? A yeah. school for ants? I can't see it. I, it's. I'm just. I'm fed up with technology in general. I really am. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm they're, going they're, off the fucking. Don't even get me started on AI <laughs> well, and how I think it caused COVID. Okay, we're not going to get into that. Um, the yeah, the, the, the core problem with a lot of this is that they're trying to introduce things in systems that don't make sense for it, where it's like, oh, why can't we just film this off an iPhone? Why are we getting a DSLR? Or a it shouldn't even camera? be an iPhone. It should just be a regular fucking camera. Well, that's what I was getting to, is that oh, there's, a reason why you, <laughs> there's a reason why you don't have just use your phone for everything because yes, it gets you 80% of the way, which is fine for most things. But when you're trying to do professional sports, it doesn't work the way that everyone expects it to. And they already have the goddamn equipment. And if they need another camera, they can get another. So they could get that exact same camera with a reasonable lens for another $2,000, which I know money is tight at this level, but just do it. Put an intern behind the camera. Tell them to watch the ball and don't look at, don't swivel to the girls in the stands every five seconds. Well, you know. <laughs> you or at least make like the it, World Cup cameraman. Yeah. Yeah. At, at least make sure they're of age, unlike the uh, Rhinos 2017 uh, camera crew. Well, <laughs> in four, but at least they had four different fucking angles. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I did. I did tweet at them to stop doing it, and they did it during one of the games. Because I said, "Can you please tell the cameraman to stop looking at the underage girls?" And they were like, "Oh fuck." Well, it's it's just at a certain point, like I just I'm not saying that nobody gives a shit, but sometimes it comes off like that when you don't mm-hmm. put effort into certain things. Like, yeah, it's Nisa. Yeah, it's D3. A lot of people don't respect either of those two things, but a lot of people do, or at least care enough about it to give some type of a shit. And if if you just reward them with shitty automatic cameras and games that you can't even fucking watch, how are you going to expect anybody to really invest anything into it? Mm-hmm. Well, and when we have our, um, what's the tramp stamp sponsor? All Access Productions. And yeah. yeah. Jimmy made his money on video production work. I, I would assume unquote, video production work in California. <laughs> I would assume he has something in his in his closet that he could FedEx over and or UPS over. I don't know how that ended and um, send. It improved the quality tremendously overnight if we wanted to. And yeah, I I I, I don't think it's. A sign that no one cares, but it's an indicator to a biased person. Oh, no one cares about this. Yeah. Um, and like, I don't even have a problem with where the camera is. I mean, it makes sense to have it in the the press box above the suites. You're not really missing much setting the camera up on the other side of the stadium. Because I don't have official numbers for attendance, but they're probably not as high as people would have hoped. Mm-hmm. I would guess the average is probably 250. That's not terrible considering what we saw last year, but I would say the next couple of games are important. And unfortunately, those games are in Syracuse, which. Well, the schedule doesn't fucking help either. That you get, I mean, this this was supposed to be a three-game homestand. One of them's in, in Auburn. And then, so you had two in a row. And then I don't have the schedule in front of me, but I don't think there's another, you might get like two in a row here, two in a row there, one on, one off. It's just all over the fucking place. It's hard to, even if you had everything, you know, correct, I guess. There's still it's hard to build up momentum. Yeah, so it's June 10th, then June 24th, then August 5th, August 16th, August 30th. So there's some. It's a little better than like Charlotte, but yeah, it's it's hard because yeah, there's games in the middle of there that are also. Salt City, which I don't know why they're on a different schedule, but whatever. Um, the one thing I will say is Auburn is not as far as you may think. It's about an hour and ten minutes. It might as well be a million fucking miles away for most people, though. Yeah, no, it's... I mean, when I lived there, it was like trying to get people... For a while, I was driving in every day for work, and then it switched to three days a week, and then it was never, and getting people to do that drive once a quarter to like come out to Auburn for once was difficult. Uh, everyone in Rochester is used to their 15 minute drive to essentially everything. And mm-hmm. uh, that's hard to overcome. 
Yeah, and I don't, I don't necessarily have the answers of what to do for attendance. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as like advertising and shit goes, I mean, they've done stuff online. They've gone the, the Dworkin route of just using Twitter and Instagram. Then they've been on the local news a bunch of times, which, you know, you could say, who the fuck watches the news anymore? Outside of maybe getting a billboard, I really have no idea what they can do to get people to a game. Because you, you hear all these people say, like, oh, you know, Soccer Town USA, blah, 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 blah. Like all this shit. I personally, I don't think we're a fucking Soccer Town anymore. I don't think we ever were. I think it no. was just a one-time thing with the Rhinos back in the day, and that was it. And then it just – people started believing, like, oh, we're this big soccer town. Clearly not because yeah. most people, I feel like, don't really give a shit. Yeah, even attendance, I think, at the Frontier Games is not overstated but over-remembered. Like, it wasn't constant sellouts. It was – 10,000 people, which is a lot. Yeah, but I can guarantee you uh, fucking people around here right now would give their left nut to get half of that attendance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's that would it's my only idea is a billboard and do primetime advertisements. Just do five dollar tickets for the next two home games. And but the problem is if those don't. The, the problem with everything is that if it doesn't pan out, you've just spent $100,000 on a game that you might make $10,000 on. And you really need a sustained effort throughout the throughout the year almost. And that's really tough with this level of soccer because you're not going to have players staying, staying around here who can go to local events, who can do things like that. It's... I like the idea of a billboard or two, but yeah, it's for once I don't have the answers, <laughs> but it's, I don't want to say we need to put this team into a situation where they don't make it next year, but I don't think we should be trying to make any money on tickets for the rest of the year, because you're going to make your money otherwise. Start selling merch. I mean, how many how many jerseys do they have? I don't know. Last I heard, they had about five thousand too many. Yeah, so you've got problem. you've got merch that you can make the money off of. Open up the food stands, sell beer. Like there's well, got they've be even way- seeded ground on that. Like the the concession stands aren't open. They, they just have one food truck and they have like somebody, they don't even sell beer like from the stadium. It's just like a beer van that comes in. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm not saying they've given up, but there's certain things that I see like, all right, they're starting to peel back on, on certain things. And that might be just adjusting to the attendance. Like you don't need all these concession stands open when there's 150 people and yeah. the majority of them are in the suites where they already get shit included. <sighs> Which, you know, is is cool that they're selling out the suites, but, like, that's, 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 it's my, that's not my, doing what you want it to do. Yeah, that's not creating the atmosphere in the game that gets people to come back. So I would – probably my answer is just give away tickets because you've got unlimited attendance, essentially. You've got 14,000 seats in that stadium. Don't care about parking. Just get people to the game. Just figure figure out a way to get it so that people come to a game and that's where you can create that atmosphere. That's where you can get the supporters to start yelling at the 
yelling at the players and stuff and doing the stuff that we used to do at Boom and Rhino Games. And yeah, just don't try and make money in places that stop people from getting to the game. Well, I, at this point, I see two options. Either you go all in and you you get all the fucking the billboards with the fucking sparklers and shit on the side. Yeah. You go all out or you, you know, you just fucking just exist or at, at a loss, probably for a couple of years until people are just like, all right, this team's sticking around and then maybe hopefully get some more people in. I don't yeah. know which one's the, the if it was me, just my personality, I would do the full fucking Blitzkrieg. And just and you know, tape these schedules to people's eyeballs and shit. Yeah, but yeah. you know that might not because you might burn out after a year because you know money isn't unlimited. Like I can't, I don't know the financials, but I can't imagine what it is now is sustainable for more than two years, and that's a stretch. Yeah, I at that stadium, it's a huge marketing push to get that stadium full again. But there's nowhere the else. That's the thing. Like, where else are you going to go? Like, yeah, I guess you could go to MCC again, but no, this, those stands aren't there anymore. Those are fucking gone. They I, have I, brand I would, new lights. Yeah. But, like, anywhere else is going to be a college or a high school. And then, like, we heard that all fucking last year. Oh, you played a college, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, well, imagine if it was a high school. Like, that's not going to fight. Like, that shit gets roasted constantly. You're not going to go to Frontier. Because the, yeah. the Silvers don't play that shit anymore. They don't want anybody else except for the Red Wings in there. Yep. That's it. It's the downtown stadium, or you got to build something, which I don't see as a fucking possibility right now. No, you, we need to get 2,000 people a game minimum. I, I could see U of R, or probably more RIT, being an option. But the problem with RIT is it's an athletic field, so you're half a mile away from the field at all times. And... Yeah, it's it's just we need to get past the past the stadium issues somehow. And I'm already past it. I don't give a shit. No, I know a lot of people other... care about yeah. that. And you either gotta fight against the tide and keep marketing to the fucking suburbs and say, you know what, you know, give but, all this evidence as to why you're not gonna get fucking raped and robbed when you go down there. Or I don't think they're doing that at all. No, but they shouldn't have to. But or you just say, fuck it, come down if you want to come down, which I think is the the tact that they're taking right now, which, you know, is the I don't want to say the right way to do it, but that's how I would do it. I I think they need to do more videos around the stadium during the week and see if they can get parking in Frontier Field and drive one of the drive one of the. people carriers from the ones that they use at the at the public market bring those to bring people down because no one's scared of frontier field so yeah no and i know what you're saying but you shouldn't have to fucking do that you shouldn't have to drive around and prove to fucking people who are obviously fucking racist that it's not dangerous down here and i know i know that's easier said than done but like it's I know, but you, you gotta you gotta bring people out once, and let them see, and it's fine. Like it's just it's people that look different from you are not scary just because they look different from you. 
Like, I don't, I, that, that's the problem is that's the core problem with all of this is that the inequality in Rochester makes it so that people get scared when they see people who look different from them. And. Well, a lot of that comes from the crowd that's being currently marketed to, which I will like just this mm-hmm. past, this past game was youth soccer night. I guarantee you. Those teams that they were marketed to are out in Webster, out in Pittsburgh, out in wherever. Yep, yep. On the outskirts. Those are the people that you're going to have to put a fucking video together for and be like, look, I'm walking downtown. I haven't been stabbed yet. I've walked 20 feet. I haven't been shot at yet. Exactly. The other route to take is to actually start marketing to people who live in that area, who are from the fucking city. Yep. Who know that, you know, it's not... Like the fucking stadium wasn't built on an Indian burial ground and the walls don't bleed. Like that I haven't, that I haven't seen. Yep. I think that's the problem is that have they done a concert push? Like the only radio I think that people listen to, have they done a concert push on morning radio at all? Not that I've heard. They just, they do soccer kick. Soccer is a kick in the grass on Monday nights, but yeah, no one listens to the radio on Monday. Anyway, yeah, that's the only thing I think they could go forward with and just be like, enter the code. I don't need. I don't it know. depends on what station, though, because if you go to like, this is going to go super local. So anybody yeah. who's not from around here, you're not going to know what the fuck I'm talking about. But WCMF 96.5 yeah. classic rock radio. The majority of people who listen to that are the people that they've already been kind of is who you consider the traditional soccer crowd. Well, what I'm thinking is like do everything, do, do, WXXI, do like do do that at noon, do everything during a week, and have a special code that said that gets you a free ticket or something, just something to show that at the what you're doing at a certain area is working in a certain way, and then get people to the games because that's how I came back. So I came back because I got four free tickets literally in the mail for just a random game in July and went, oh, I'll do this and brought two people with me because I don't have three friends and then started coming to games again. And a lot of it was because I think I want to say that that's because you're an adult. Adults don't have more than. Yes. (laughs) So but I, I think there's something like that, that that's. That's a way that should be relatively easy because I would think a lot of these, I mean, some of them are obviously they're out of town shows, but that's something that people do still listen to um, pretty regularly. And maybe even just try and get like a guest spot on one of these shows. So they're not even talking soccer, but it's just FCU's whichever player staff member is here and they're going to talk about sports with us and they've got a game on Saturday. So you guys should go and, enter this code and you get a just just way ways they haven't tried because what they've tried hasn't worked and i honestly can't tell you everything they've tried yeah i mean they might be doing it i just haven't seen it but i don't think so but like i'm not saying be corny about it but you know just it's about letting people from the fucking city know you know what this place is for you too if you want it to be Mm-hmm. Yep, and it starts with cheaper tickets. I know tickets cost nothing right now, but you you fill that stadium up. That's that's a hundred thousand dollars at five bucks a pop. Where right now they're making a tenth of that, 
maybe a hundredth of that. So you can increase tickets once people have gotten it past that it's a problem, but I wouldn't call, I wouldn't, I wouldn't try and make money off tickets at all. I would have bring all the merch with you every day and throw away, throw jerseys during the game. Even if there's a hundred people there, do something to get well, people that's excited. easy for you to say. You're not losing $50,000 a game, Stuart. Yeah, but they're they're gonna be losing they're gonna be losing no, know, money yeah, either either way. Anyway, I think we should go on to our uh, our next. Well, one more thing, one more okay. thing is, and this is something that I mean, I feel like I'm just having deja vu over you. We've bitched about this for fucking yeah. years, but like you have players from various backgrounds. One thing Rochester has is a shit ton of festivals every other fucking day. Mm-hmm. You got Caribbean Festival, Puerto Rican Festival, which is one block away from where the home games are played. Well, most of them. Yeah, yeah. Like, send fucking players out there. Mix with and tickets. mingle. Yeah, with Get tickets. amongst too. it. That's the yeah. best way to do it is don't always have this shit, like, behind a desk. Like, just send people fucking out there and do it. Yeah. Have them wear their fucking boots so that they're they're making noise while they're there. You're <laughs> full, full kit. Full kit wanker. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Like just do do it so that I don't want to say that they're a spectacle, but do it so that people know what like are like. Oh yeah, that guy who was it's like he can he can be calling them idiots behind his back, but just something to get attention. And I think don't wear a full kit out to the, don't do that. Okay, okay, you don't need you don't need to. You can do uh, the Jack Reelish and not wear uh, <laughs> uh, still wear kid size. Uh, Shin guards, but um, yeah, just, just I don't know, just try something because they don't have the social media following to make any real move, and I don't think any team really does anyway. Well, the thing that kills me about social media is the people that you're talking to already follow you. Yep. So they, yeah, I know. mean, and honestly, most of the people that follow you online aren't in Rochester. Yeah. Like, it's the same problem that the fucking Dorkins did last year with RNY, which is you're talking to people who are already converted. Yep. Like you, you, you're not reaching new people by posting on yep. social media. That should just be to keep the people that you already fucking have, which, you know, right. I'll say they're doing a pretty good job with the, the YouTube show and all that stuff. Like it, it's like, if somebody wants to feel connected to this team, they have the fucking Avenue to do that. Yeah, and I will say my wife again wore her rooted in Rochester shirt and um, got some got some people talking to her about it because there's a big a lot of people left New York from here, so a lot of people knew what it was even if they weren't here. So and I hate that slogan, but whatever. Yeah, no, but like if people it, merch, I think is where they make their money. That's that's where I think they can. That's where I think the future lies with it, and that's what gets people excited about a team and yeah. Well, that's what yeah. gets people interested. Even if they don't give a fuck about soccer, the sport or the team yeah. in general, if something looks yeah. nice, they'll, they'll get it. it. Well, and that's, I think that's the other part. And this will be my last point is that I don't think that people need to like soccer to enjoy soccer games. My wife doesn't really like soccer, but she likes going to the game, eating a hot dog and, seen me yell at players and come up with new ways to make an idiot of myself. And that can, that's going to be 75% of the audience, any game, any sport. 
I can tell you that most people probably don't know anything about baseball who go to all those games, and that's fine. I used to work for the Red Wings. I don't know shit about baseball. Yeah. I don't know half the rules. So one segment we thought we would do is what are the costs of different levels of soccer? Um, When Mike was at the last home game that was mysteriously not filmed or filmed for parts of it, I was also at a soccer game, and let's just go over what we what we spent individually. How much so, did you spend, Stuart? We're gonna st- we're gonna start so because I need to use my calculator because I spent a lot. So how much did you spend on your ticket, or how much was the face value of your ticket? I'm the operator of the calculator. <laughs> so mine was eighty five dollars. What was yours? For what? The tickets? Yeah, for the ticket. Free. So how much was the face value? I couldn't even tell you. Okay, so let's I, say ten. I free tickets for doing this bullshit. Okay. <laughs> so, do you have? I, a th- I think maybe like between ten to fifteen. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to use my big calculator on my computer for you. So we got ten, and I'm at eighty-five. So how much was parking? Zero. Okay. So I'm at forty-four. So um, you're at ten dollars. And I'm at 129. Theoretical so we, ten dollars. Yeah. Yeah. We we have entered the stadium. Uh, how much was your first drink? Eight dollars. Okay. So Which we're... I'm upset about because normally the la- at the Open Cup game there were two dollar cans of Jenny. This was just a, a brought in truck, so it was craft beer, and that was the only option. So normally mm-hmm. it would have been two dollars, but this time it was eight for a tall okay. can. So, um, I got my first drink, which was a double gin and tonic, and that was $25. Mm. Uh, did you get, did you get food? Yeah. Yes, I did. From the food truck, I got a jerk chicken and rice bowl for $10. Okay. And, and a free bag of pierogies because they had extra and they were just trying to get rid of them. (laughs) Okay. So you're at 28. Um, rare win for me so it was before the game starts they have uh, or 45 minutes after the gates open they have half price double cheeseburgers so I spent six dollars so you're at twenty eight dollars I'm at 160 did you get another drink yes I got a short can from the same craft beer place for six dollars. Okay. So you're at thirty-four. I got. I'm just gonna say. I'm just gonna go through the rest of what. So I got two more beers at fourteen dollars a piece, and two waters. The first one was three dollars, and the second one was five dollars. I also brought a sandwich in my pocket. Okay, so we're going to give that a value of nothing. Oh, great. But I just yeah. want you to know that I had it. And, <laughs> and you, didn't, you didn't drink water because you were a degenerate. No, I did not drink water. Okay. Anything else you got? Any merch? Any? Um, no. Okay. That's it. So. Laughs with my buddies. Yep. So that's priceless. So we're not going to do anything there. Um, so D3 Soccer cost $34 for two drinks, 
some food, some free food because it's D3 soccer and that shit can happen. But in reality, it was 24. Yeah, in reality, it was 24. Um, MLS soccer, and I'm somewhat guessing on the ticket price because I frankly don't know. Um, that was $196 for me. I could have could have probably skipped out on the double gin and tonic because it also was um probably the worst gin and tonic i've ever had in my life um but still that's one's 170 ish and i didn't buy any merch this time which last time i bought last year's jersey which was over a hundred dollars for that um you buy scarves pretty frequently um so <laughs> how many scarves of- do you need you wrap them up like a mummy. Yeah, so we got two scarves. We got a scarf each when we became season ticket holders. Then we didn't like them too much, so we got two more. But they were still winter ones. And then we got two more after that because every time we buy something, apparently we both have to buy one. And then we finally bought, for Pride Month, we bought two more that are summer ones. That That's the one I typically bring with me. So if your house ever catches on fire, just tie them together, you could repel down. Yeah, I could. It's, uh... <laughs> so, the, um... Yeah, and we have five jerseys now, because the, the ghost in my front yard that I still have is wearing the the knockoff one that I that I got last year. Um, that was actually not like the knockoff that I sent you, where it's just a, a reject. It was literally a jersey that someone in China made. Like made every decal on so like this the centene logo was charrette fc yeah basically the so the the logo for the jersey has north and south carolina on it and a line that goes east to west they didn't know what that was so they put the line um north to south (laughs) it's it's sideways um it should be yeah and it was also in nycfc uh blue instead of charlotte blue um but i guess my whole point about this is that everyone always talks about how oh well i don't go because the style of play or the cost or the the quality of play isn't good enough and i'd go if it was a if it was a higher level play and it's a little bit like like auto racing, where if you go to a race and you're seeing a driver on an on their first lap on out on an oval or road course, they're going to look really quick because you don't know what speed they're going, and 20 mile an hour difference doesn't tell anything. I'd say the difference between D3 and D1 somewhat similar. If you really know what you're looking at, there's you're going to be able to tell the difference. There's going to be less whoops 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 goals. But all in all, it's it's going to be a fairly similar experience. If people aren't willing to spend $34 for a game, are they really going to be willing to spend $200 for, for one person? And I don't really think that's the case. And I think that's just kind of the reality check that people need to give themselves when, when they make comments like that. Because yes, Charlotte is one of the more expensive places. There's a lot of things I could have done cheaper. But you're, if you want drinks, eight dollars versus fourteen, and food, it's. I got in special, but typically it's twenty dollars for something. I, I think it's something that people need to realize that 
it may be great when you get it, but I don't think, I just don't think that the, uh, I don't think people in Rochester right now would be ready for that reality. That's it. <laughs> I agree. You're distracting me because the light behind you makes you look yeah. like an angel. Yeah, and then and then I move my head out of the yeah. yeah. So so at, at right after complaining for twenty minutes about uh, the video quality of games, I need to move my head so that the light, the sole light I have in my room, doesn't block out my face. Well, maybe they should try that on the yeah. street. Maybe it'll get better. <laughs> just put a just put a bald mat in the corner. <laughs> All right. So next week they play in auburn they play and i'm looking it up right now the schedule says that they are playing as soon as it loads i'll let you la force in auburn this is literally the worst have you have you looked at their website for the logo they have of the computer i'm hoping this is computer generated for who for the Falcon Park in Auburn? No. It's... That's about as good as it looks on my phone. So, eh, Whatever. It actually looks better on there than it does on my phone. Um, so I wish I had something to say about LA Force. I know nothing about them. I don't care enough about them. I will watch the game. And then that will be all I know about LA Force until Next. they go away to LA Force again later mm-hmm. in June. Well, and then they come back here at the end of August. And then that's aren't, it. Aren't they, they're the team that made the big deal. There was that one player who had a $700 a half season contract with appearance fees. And I don't think they've ever had more than one home game in the same stadium or something weird. Uh, probably it yeah, sounds like something basically nisa stuff as it were yeah um didn't one of the teams have issues <laughs> or a couple of the teams <laughs> that, that's something that <laughs> one of the teams have issues yes which one are you referring to I thought one of the Detroit teams had a, a "we don't longer exist" issue. Oh, Gold Star? No, they still exist. They're just not um, a feeder club to um, Moldova, I believe it was, or Andorra. It's either Moldova or Andorra. It's one of those. Okay, so something that has no relevance went away. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure what that means. Because when they came out and they said, like, oh, yeah, we have this link to this club and, like, they have a path to Champions League. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, they've, they've got a, a path to... These logos are so impossible to fucking... Yeah, they, they've got a path in that they can enter the 14th. They probably have... Their championship team has to play like two weeks after the season starts in the first round of qualifying and gets beat by some team I think it's Moldova that no one knows about so uh, it's whatever 
I mean, they're yeah. on opposite ends of Europe, but it's one of the, it's one of them. But yeah, that, it probably means nothing to be honest with you. Why can I still vote for goal of the twenty twenty two playoffs on the NISA website? Do it. I hope it still lets me vote. Probably because it was at a deadlock and it just needed one more vote. No, this website, like, I don't know what... This website's just, like, this entire thing is just rough. It's literally just goal of the playoffs nominee. It's just a three-minute video. I'm assuming of more than one goal, but it may only be one. Um, I was trying to get the name of the Gold Star team and get some information about them, but... You can't. From the I'm website. looking forward to reading your very stern email to the webmaster of Nisa.com. Yeah. Is it 1993 a webmaster? <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I think that's it, right? Yeah, we don't. I think we went into our rant about. Oh, we were going to talk about whether MLS was good for soccer or not, but. I think we both need to get on with our lives. Yeah, it's already at an hour. I can't do another 45 minutes. You're, uh... Yeah, I'm literally just trying... To be trying... honest with you, I've been holding in a piss for the last 25. Well... Normally, I would just pee into a can if I was in my little office, but I can't do that in the car because the neighbors are right there and they'll see me. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, so Gold Star has single to game tickets coming soon on the website. So that's nice. Fun. Better late than never. Nothing like halfway through. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we'll have some more segments next time. There's probably a segment in here that we didn't talk about or acknowledge it happening. Technically inaccurate, but also correct. But the public is not ready for our exactly uh, our, our thoughts on COVID. <laughs> Well, I'm telling you, man, AI caused it. I think it came from that lab in Wuhan, and the AI said, oh, I got to eliminate the virus, and then it identified the human race as the virus. I mean, tell me the lie. That's what I'm saying. Whenever a thing comes out, like especially with 9-11, but then also COVID, (laughs) when, when a story comes out, listen to me, when a story comes out, and then you hear like the first reports and then those get hushed up immediately. That yeah. means they're probably true. Like with COVID, we kept hearing, oh, the lab in Wuhan, the lab in Wuhan. And that went away real quick. And then you started hearing about this fucking wet market bullshit. That makes me believe that it was actually from the lab. And in those labs, you can't tell me they're not using AI to help identify, you know, the virus or help with whatever they're doing. Nobody got no Mr. Robot. Nobody got no Mr. Robot.